episode don't know don't know if you just heard that little voice in the background but we have a guest we have your father a long-awaited guest my father welcome to the podcast hall of fame award sorry everybody yes thank you thank you thank you <laughs> guys this is my dad his name is bones Oh, g'day everybody. Happy to be here. If you know me, you know my dad pretty mm-hmm. much. He's more loved than I am. So <laughs> he's a character. He's a character. He's a character. He's Everyone a character. knows my dad. Yeah. Everyone knows Bones. Yeah. Bones. <laughs> Boner. No, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> it's true, but. But anyway. Um, quick little PSA too. We're all drinking, so. And Grace is smashed. She's had two cruises and is wrecked already <laughs> what's a psa public service announcement uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm fine everybody <laughs> yeah dad's a veteran mm. um but this we brought dad on just because he's an og he's an og he's original a, gangster he's a veteran <laughs> yeah. all the acronyms i do no, I'll, I'll serve you up on what dad's a gm that's what yeah the one i'm used to a grandmaster a grandmaster yeah, yeah. of Training, of believe training. it or not. Yeah. Oh, and and table tennis. And table oh, tennis okay. too. Yeah. He holds the great the GM status of our family table tennis mm-hmm. tournament. Yeah. But we were supposed to get him on ages ago, and it was looking airy tonight to get him on. But yeah, this is kind of a little bit spontaneous. We weren't going to do this, mm, but now we're here. We've pumped a few gym beams into him, and he's he's on. He's happy. Men's so. are gone. <laughs> I'm here. Parramatta's playing in the background, everybody, but I'm here. <laughs> I guess give everyone just a little a rundown on your background. So Bones went to the gym when he was much younger and he has he was obsessed. He really was into bodybuilding. Uh this was how many years ago? Well, how, many, how many would you say? Eighty four. No, so when I was 84 years ago, it's not like 100. Not obsessed with bodybuilding, but could see how hard it was. That's what got me. Being a labourer, catching chickens, I'm telling you, everybody that's listening, any chicken catchers out there, they know what real hard work is because that is hard yards. So I enjoyed, I think, the hard yards when I seen it because you push yourself so hard and you're never happy. Drive you mad, but you're never happy. As big as you can get. So hard yards. That's what appealed to me. But it was more martial arts. Yeah, I was going to say, so what got you into training? Was martial arts. Doing martial arts. Did that start at 13. You know, it took about a year because it was 14 when I started. And, and you know, I'm going to... Now, I'm, you know, we're on in camera and view of millions and millions that are watching this podcast. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> Hello, everyone around the world. You know... Go, boner. Uh, <laughs> but there's two guys that I'm going to mention. Glenn Johnson, his nickname was Frog. My nickname is Bones, but he was Frog. And we're talking like 14, say 1984. And he had, you know, people probably rouse on you for what I'm going to say, but we used to call it a pigeon's chest. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So with the problem of having chest, he lifted weights. And he still didn't get big and bulky, but he did a bicep curl in front of us. And it just went like boom, like a... Boom. 
this yeah, tennis right. ball appeared mm-hmm. and it was like, what? And then there was another guy, Mark Basti, muscular, back in 84, not many people ever doing weights. And then, you know, martial arts, I started to think there's got to be a benefit, a relation. You know, I can build off this as for the training I used to do. Weights has got to take me to the next level. You know, I could do only do, I'm doing like 250 push-ups a night, knuckles, fingers, wrists, normal, yeah, that's, yeah. That's diamond, and so you, then weights takes you to that next level because you can push past the push-up of your body. Yeah, past yeah. body weight. Where do you train? With the gym weights. Yeah. Right. I trained basic generally 90% of the time at home. But there's that 10%. We had our gyms in Tamworth. We had the police boys back in. This is in Tamworth, everybody. You do your research, everybody. When I'm talking and giving you all my info about my background and everything, it's Tamworth. You know, we had even like <laughs> 25, 20,000 people in the town at the time. Um, but yeah, police boys club had a great gym. Workman's club had a gym downstairs. Then you could go up and do the spa in the pool. So that was good. But then there was one guy. And look, this is brilliant for the millions that are watching. And if Dennis is watching, this is Dennis Rickson. This guy called Dennis Rickson. He had his fitness studio. He had the, sh- the shortest shorts in the world you'd ever see. But he had real hairy legs, hairy chest, and the fluoro singlet and into it. He, and so he had a good gym. And I went there as well. But then, you know, I always worked out at home because between work, training, soccer, everything else, martial arts, I you know, had to do it. So I, it was easy for me to do it at home, cheaper. Even back in those days, it was probably cheap as. Yeah. I was still looking for the way, cheaper way out. So a lot of times at home. Um, but it could do all the – I had enough equipment to do everything I needed to do. At home. At home. Right. Yeah. To use martial – I mean, weight training as a benefit – Maybe martial arts. Martial arts as in what martial arts were you doing? Uh, Just well, at that time. Right at karate, that time of 14. Was karate? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God, stop. No, I was into, yes, well, it's karate based. Shirin Shiru was what I was built. Shirin Shiru. Yeah, what I was, you know, got your belt rankings for. Great, you know, Japanese martial arts. Hom Parajani, another guy for the millions watching. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. Yes. You are these people. No I'm one knows convinced. these people. And then, you know, mixed around. So done a mixture of training, you know. So, yeah, and then just kept evolving from there. I did, uh, you know, a bit of karate. I did a bit of taekwondo, a bit of judo, a bit of jiu-jitsu, you know. Then started mucking around with a couple of blokes and a little bit of kickboxing. Um, and stuff like so general a lot of different things so you're yeah. a fit kid very well used soccer soccer was the big thing played soccer played comp- you know high level soccer so there was a lot of weekends we we're away because i'm in representative teams so i did a lot of that which gave me the dexterity i reckon with the legs to kick well which got me in the martial and i could lace with all kicks high kicks spinning hook kicks crescent kicks even in MMA today, there's still some kicks they need to be taught. Um, because, so, you know, I used to turn, I think, the soccer, the dexterity in the martial arts, which then appealed well. And then, you know, I started adding the strength training, the martial arts, I mean, the weight training, um, and building from there. And then just got bigger and then just got more obsessed with it? Yeah, well, not obsessed. Not, not, what I didn't do is I didn't, I was training seven days a week before I, I did weights, three hours a night. With martial arts. Okay. That was me thing. Then when I discovered weight training, I only did it twice a week. 
Wednesday and Saturday. That's it. What? Like did the whole body the whole on a Wednesday, twice. the whole body yeah. on a Saturday? Told me this. Yeah. Yes. Did it in the Arvo, and then the break had dinner, and then did the rest at night. In the Arvo. So yeah, start in the Arvo, and I do like let's say I'm doing me legs, back, biceps. Then at night I do me chest, shoulders, triceps, calf muscles, or abdominals. The optimal, the optimal people out there would be fierce. Brian Jewers would be wigging out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So just remember everybody, Tamworth. 1984 when I started, um, but that was my thing. I wasn't like I said when you guys started off and you mentioned oh, obsessed with bodybuilding. No, what I got obsessed with was was how hard it was that appealed, and then obviously, you know, because I was doing so many push ups and my martial arts, my body was used to it. As soon as I started doing weight training, I started seeing a change fast. Hence the nickname Bones. All right, so obviously skinny, bones, you know, once I started, I started to see a change. Yeah. yeah. From bones to I'm putting on size to the, you know, end of the scale, are you taking stuff? So that's appealing on its own. The, even the blood, the way the, the, you felt the blood yeah, pumping the through pump. the body, yeah. the pump, as they called it, you know, that was a, a also... You know, really, and there's a lot of high-profile bodybuilders that was started off martial artists. Yeah, yeah, okay. Got into the scene with bodybuilding for pure martial arts, benefit of strength and all that, and then turned that into wow, next level. Alex Connors. Connors is a perfect example. Great martial artist. <laughs> yeah. And really? now, yes, he was. Yes, World Cup and all that sort of bizarre. Oh, I didn't know that. For those who don't know, Alex Connors is my mum's. Cousin or second cousin or something? Yeah, he's like a pro he's bodybuilder like, now. He's, he's a yeah. relation. He has some sort of relation to my mum, and yeah, yeah, he's a pro bodybuilder. First cousin. There he's you go. My mum's first cousin. Yeah. So. Yeah, just an example, but of someone that went from martial arts, and that that look, that feel, because you know, I do. I have to admit too, you know, there's. I, I bet you there's times where people think. Because once you get you get size about you and stuff, and now I whatever they're looking at now, I'm 53 now, full of injuries, don't do jack shit. If I was to compare myself to your age, what I used to do, um, but you know, just having that size back in those days was enough, almost as if you've done all your professional fighting just by looking at you, you could pull it off in that regard. So it was it was. In, encouraging it was like you know it was starting yes getting a bit addictive yeah. the harder but you push the bigger the more growth yeah so it was very interesting that it certainly got hold of me in that regard of where i started but it was martial arts bouncing on the weight training that led into you know looking into my you guys had the have the internet now all i had was magazines yeah you know what actually i was gonna bring up another point i reckon it's it's funny you mentioned the martial arts and like bodybuilding thing i'm doing i feel like the opposite because i was i've gotten into the gym and only recently have i been like i would actually like to do a mixed martial art of some sort like I've always but look I've always wanted to do I know you, you'd be fuming I've always wanted to do wrestling but just because like I feel like I'd be alright at it like because we used to do it, it at footy training and stuff and yeah I feel like I got the broad enough shoulders that because I, I know wrestlers are broad and long arms and like but I, I've always wanted to give it like a go sort of thing um, but it's more it's I think it's when you get in the gym 
Yeah, it's weird because you work on yourself for so long in the gym, but you don't, you're competing with just yourself. You're not competing realistically, I feel like, with anyone else. Unless you actually. Unless, unless, unless you feel like you are, but or unless you compete. So, um, I feel like it's just recently, I feel like you found it too, is that we've found, because we've played team sports growing up, and com- competitive sport is we've re-found that competitive edge again yeah, recently. And it's it's funny how, yeah, I've thought of MMA and stuff. But then also I was going to mention how you grew up with magazines. I actually low-key like it because I've seen some of the, but I'm like a fan of vintage stuff. So the the magazines and stuff are really like cool. Like if I could have a magazine back in the day of Arnold or something, oh, All right, pause. lovely. Just cause it's but loud. yeah, that's... That's what I was going to say. Um, I lo- yeah, I love... I have a magazine ripped out. I mean, I have a picture of Arnold <laughs> well, actually, ripped yeah. out of one of Dad's magazines in my room. Yeah, it's it's just something about it. It's just really nice. It that's is what I was cool. saying to Grace. Ooh, that's what I was saying to Grace even today. You, well, you get intimate with it because that's the only information I could get. You know, you had the, with the internet, you can press a button, click, 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 and then it's just flooding at you. Well, once a month, you know, flex, Ironman, muscle and fitness, whatever, once a month. You know, so you had to wait a month. You got that mag, well, you know, you read it from top to bottom in 10 minutes. You went over it that fast and hard, but you got it for a month. So you got intimate with it, you know, and then you really break down the articles and their training and the people because you got that for a solid month. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, but we've got... A handful of questions to ask your mm. dad too. Yes, quick quick questions. Start. Oh, quick ones. Quick question to kick it off. Okay, yeah. Yep. What's your favourite or your least favourite muscle to train? Yeah, because, you know, like favourite's hard to put in a bracket to me because there's a few that just give you that feel. And it changes, but, I reckon, too. Yeah, but yeah, my least favourite was, because it's hard yards, is legs for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's legs. Everyone's <laughs> legs least favourite. Is that what everyone is yet? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I reckon legs, you're not training them right unless it's not your least favourite day. It has to be, you, you have to dread yeah, it. Yeah, you have to go in and go, go. So I wonder if that's actually a fact. I wonder if you get a better or faster pump, per, you know, in your bicep, tricep, chest, back than you do your legs because it's a large muscle. So you feel content because, oh, money, you know, half hour in, done so many sets and I'm feeling it, you know. I wonder if I, the smaller muscle... Pretty sure it is. It's because it's such a large muscle group. It uses a lot more energy. So when you've, like, oh, fatigued yeah. your quads or your hamstrings, you'll feel it everywhere opposed to if you were to do your biceps... You'd be like, but then you let like a couple minutes pass and you, you would just be tight in your bicep, but you wouldn't be like physically fatigued. Exhausted and it's, ill. It's, it's a whole body thing when you're going for legs, I feel like. I it's... always feel nauseous on mm. leg days. Mm-hmm. I never can do a leg day and not feel physically sick like I could vomit. Is that like, you know, you push yourself, you get physically sick because you push yourself yeah or is that because you're going in with an empty stomach or whatnot you shouldn't do or you're doing something you shouldn't do to make you feel a bit could be could be a bit of both it could I be a bit of both i i don't know well are you pushing yourself yeah to your crook as a dog because i've done that in training a few times and you know i'm done even before training's finished not with weights this is more with martial arts and i'm in the toilet vomiting and then have to come back out, then I'm back in vomiting. 
purely because I just just kept going, going heavy gee, world grappling, just heat. It got the best of me. Um, I feel I do push myself pretty hard though. Like I feel like it could be that. Like yesterday I did legs, and I did my hip thrusts, three sets of. Five plates on each side. What's that? Two, 20, 40, 20, 20 20, 60, 80, 100, 120, 120 kilos hip thrust for 10. Oh. Three sets. Let's go, baby. And then I did... Cheeky flex. Then I did Bulgarians. And once I was doing Bulgarians, then I started to feel sick. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Bulgarians are that exercise part that makes I, you sick. I, I, I think it's because I'm pushing myself. Yeah. Hang on. How far, in you, how far are you in your actual workout... When you're feeling off colour. First exercise done, second compound exercise, midway through, I'm like... And you still got how much longer to go? Two more exercises. Right. So I'm nearly halfway through. Halfway through your workout. Yeah. Mm. But I just, I think it's just because it's such a big muscle group and it's difficult. Mm. I love training legs, but I don't know, I'm I'm not, Mm. I'm just, I enjoy it. I wouldn't say it's enjoyable. It used to be my favourite day, but that's because... I'm genetically stronger in my legs. So I used to like being able to load up a leg press. And go, Lewis oh, used to love flexing on like, everyone in the gym. Yeah, no, it's so good. I love it. Yeah, as, um, as you should. But it's, it's nah, to the point now where it's just not enjoyable. You go in and you're like, oh, fuck's sake, like got to do legs and you feel ill. Yeah, after your first, like I'll do leg press or squat or something to start off heavy and then I'll do enough that it, it fatigues my legs. And if I've gone hard enough with on a drop set, like I'm, I'm pretty buggered, and then I've just got to finish off whatever else I've got left. But it's what Tom Platt said. Remember, he, Tom Platt, used to train legs twice in a month because he said that's all you needed. But Tom Platt oh, is from the, oh. the age of doing five-minute leg extension oh, sets. So his crazy. one set was five Tom minutes. Platt, Tom Platt sounds like he's heavily loaded up on steroids. Oh, yeah, yeah. But well, it also, yeah. but you looked at everyone that was heavily loaded up on steroids. He had, he had naturally... Like genetically, very good legs. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I remember one story. It was like his circumference of his leg was like somebody's body circumference stretched out. Mm. You know, just the circumference of his legs. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. He had the biggest legs at the time. You know, back in the eighties. And that, as that sort of bodybuilder. He had a good mindset too. I've seen him more recently. He's got a good mindset and stuff. Um, all right, next question. But, uh, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll try not to dwell too much. This could be a two-hour podcast if we did. But, uh, so, <laughs> this but is... But the uh, watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> um, this is a hard question because I sort of gave you a heads up on it before, but... Yes. What are your top three... Three top three bodybuilders of all time. Top three of all time bodybuilders. You start start three, two, one. You can do that one. Oh, so the third. Yeah. yeah. No, well, what, no, what would be easier? No, what, let me just name me three names and then give me time to put them in their order. Because three, shit. You know, right, we'll, we'll go straight in. And I have to do it for him. And the name got me. His height got me. His stature got me. Because he was not. Massive, and he was up against Lee Haney. And that's Rich Gaspari, mm. so Rich slash the Dragon Slayer. The Dragon Slayer, because he trained his ass off. That's what the magazine. Once again, remember on magazine, that's my info. Get the mag, and that's what I I perceived from what I read. 
trained his absolute ass off, finished second upon second upon second to Lee Haney, three years running for something straight like that. You know, and credit to Lee Haney, got the physique, but Richie Gaspari, Dragon Slayer. Mm. Next one. Oh, crikey, you know, because I never really have a favourite and shit. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's so different. But then, you know, I have to admit, you know, in that 19, I think it was 1984 or 1980, no, 1988, Mr. Olympia, which I've got on VHS, everyone. Is that the one you've shown me before? Yes, which yeah. I showed you guys. Lee Haney going through that workout with that music. And he's got that, po- yeah, that, that, that was oh, a very good posing routine. That yeah. was very, very, very good. No, I'm not going to say, so hang on. So I'm, remember, I'm just laying names out and then we'll get to that three. You know, Rich, because, you know, shit, when I look back, We've got Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, you can't deny he looked damn good, he was sizable. But then the people like Big Louie, like you, Louie, Big Lou Ferrino. <laughs> Big Louie, Big Louie. You know, back, like Albert Beckles, he used to really appeal to me. He was like 55 and he looked as good as the boys, as, as Lee Haney, Rich Gaspari, and he was 55, 58, 60, 62, Albert Beckles, man. I rate it, but he's giving off names that aren't like Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. Uh, no, well, they did, yeah, they did come, but, you know, like even Sir, Sir Wynn Cotterell. What? All right, he's a, he was a fella, that, well, I'm saying dark, but he's a dark fella from England, and he won the England. And this end, and to give you a sort of rough idea, and you haven't seen or heard of him, obviously, how good he probably could have been, the person that he beat who come number two, Doran Yates. Oh, we're going back now. It could be back in 87 or 86 sort of shit. But Doran Yates comes second, and we all know what he did with Mr. How many, Olympia. How many years in a row do you win? Was it six? Doran. Six. Doran. Yeah. Must be more because Swartz, he was six. Seven. Seven. Maybe. He come back on the... Ronnie's got the, the most, I think. Is yeah, eight. and then Lee Haney equaled Schwarzenegger, I think. And then I think Doran come in, and then Ronnie come in. Yeah. Um, on numbers, but... <laughs> But sorry, the orange cruisers are getting to me. No, you, I've got to put Arnold in there. He, he's yes. in this three. He's an icon. Yes, he's but. in this three. He's in this three. You know, there's a bloke with Arnold next to him, Franco Colombo. Man, five foot like six. Okay. Yeah, five yeah. foot six. Just a little powerhouse. You know, and he boxed, so I liked him because he boxed and lifted weights, bodybuilding. You know, and you think, holy shit, imagine fighting him. Um,. But, so we've got Richie Gaspari, we've got Arnold Schwarzenegger, we're getting to three. And th- and there's a lot of, where two, 2023, when I was really in the cusp of it all, you know, it was shit, it's back in 19, I'd say from 84 to 88, 90. Yeah. So, you know, there's a big gap because I got injured and never got in, went from there. But so a lot of modern boys are probably thinking, why aren't you naming me? Like Jay Cutler and all these boys, Rami, whatever these boys I don't follow anymore. Like this, this is more of what I was following. So I'm very Richie. I'm still trying to think as I'm talking. Is where Richie? We're at Arnold, number three. Oh, Nelly did then. Did if that camera seen that? It Nelly did. Do you see my expression? And I thought about. Oh. it's a hard question. There's a hard question. Yeah, it is. Because there's a lot. There's a lot, you know. <laughs> As I said, there's there's Muhammad McElway. He was great. John Torelli from Australia. Steve Eastman from Tamworth. There's a lot of people that did exceptional things. 
for me, you know, Frank Zane was good, Lee Labrada, all these boys. So Ronnie's not, is he sniffing? He is, that's it, you've just sealed the uh, deal for, I needed that, Ronnie. and I thought of that earlier too, it's Ronnie, yeah. it is Ronnie, lightweight. Lightweight, Light baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, it's yeah, Ronnie. Buddy. Yep, yep. So you're three. Lightweight. Rich Gaspari. Arnold. No, wait, he's ordering Rich them. Rich Gaspari. Are you ordering them? Yes. Okay. Uh, we're number Ron- one? Yeah, Rich Gaspari. Okay. It's Ronnie Coleman, I'm saucing. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. I have to do it. Yeah. After watching the DVD of Ronnie in the gym and that, and Lightweight. Monster. Um. Yes, yes. That's Wow. Lightweight, baby. Wow. I will touch on the fact that we even though we're talking about top three bodybuilders of all time, you have actually a really good ideology with having idols that Grace yes, has mentioned before. Is that what? What is it? You, if you, you shouldn't have idols, isn't it? You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yes. Well, yes. It's it's like you know. Break it down. I suppose I have to add this. You know, God says we shouldn't have idols. God says that. But getting past that, no. I think if you have an idol, well, you know, he's only human. We're all human. I, I can, why can't I do what he's doing? Or at least have a crack at him. I'll never be able to have a crack at him. I think he's better than me. He's on another level. He's an idol. Like, you know, he's that person. Um, so, you know, I, that's how I look at it. So it's like when we played soccer, we played against teams that haven't been beaten. And I thought, well, I want to play you. I'd rather I want to have a crack to see if I can beat you, you know. So if you have an idol and you, you think, well, I can't beat him, you'll never, I suppose, beat him. Yeah, you, you set your beat. limit. You set your limit. Yeah, you yeah. beat him before you even start. Yeah. Um, yeah, people are cr- good and all this, and we acknowledge it. But you, you know, we're all human. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I want to attain your level. If everyone's got you on this certain level, I don't want to think I can't attain that. So that's, yeah, a little bit with idols, you know. you got People are there, so if someone says to me, like someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, he's the best ever, well, yes, to, you know, but, you know, I can reach that, I, I, I want to be able to reach that level. Yeah, I like know? that. I like that mindset. It's a very, well. it's a good mindset. As much as there's things that we can't change, like genetics and stuff, yeah. it's, a good, it's a good mindset to have at the end of the day. Yeah, I've so. always, I always keep that in the back of my mind. They're, they're a human. They're a person at the end yes. of the day. Like they're yeah. just literally an ordinary other person. Yeah. That has just taken the opportunities that's come to them, worked hard, and gone to where they are. People, like, yeah. uh, anyone, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny no that we idolise people. No one can't do it. Mm. I guess. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the thought of you've already defeated yourself pretty much. Yeah. You just think that someone's the best thing ever. Yeah. You know? It's funny, but we have, it's, it's, it's like innate in every person to do that. Like to go, I want to be like that. I yeah. Like it that. Is it's innate. like, it's almost like an excuse kind of, cause you go, why well, I can't ever be like that, but I want to be like that, you know? Yeah, a little bit. But it's it's good to have no idols. I definitely agree with that one. Um, um You can ask it? Yeah. Yeah. So, Dad, next question that we're interested in knowing. What was the last? About your <laughs> top three favourite buddy films. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all a bit rocked tonight and we're talking a bit So, so Dad, we want to know, what are your thoughts on sort of... Modern day bodybuilding slash the addition of 
all of these new categories that people can enter in. Like we were talking And there's about. a lot, isn't there? Like yeah. I, I because I don't get into it like I used to, but you know, I do remember they were coming in as I was exiting yes. or so. So I don't know much of the about the men's, but I know with the women's, like we have bikini, fitness, wellness, physique, yeah, yeah. figure, and then you've got <laughs> like your actual bodybuilding. I don't know. Yeah. I just know there's a lot of a lot of different categories. Plenty. What are your thoughts? When they when it first come in, I do remember, and this is a long time ago too. You know, it's crazy sitting here, and I can remember thinking it. These all these specific event I mean whatever um contest coming in was it almost felt like a cop-out for the hardcore training you did to try and be a Mr Olympia and all these you know these new categories like different levels it felt like like I remember thinking that but no you know as I get older I can understand the marketing of the sport and back in my day, the sport wasn't as popular, you know, as it is now. When I walked around as a young fella at 16, 18 and that, I was the minority in the crowd who had a physique. And that's how it was. Majority didn't have a physique. You know, nowadays you look on any TV series, they've all got physiques, the young fellas. Well, that wasn't the case. Once again, you know, Hall of Fame award. I was part of that change. <laughs> part of the movement. I caused the movement. <laughs> you know, so yeah, so not many people were doing it. Um, now, what was I? Ref- I've just lost myself there. The new category. Yeah. And so marketing. Now you know to market the sport. As I, I think I was referring this to earlier, convo. If you just market stuck to that marketing of the biggest and the best, well, that you know, there's only so many people who can get to that point, and people will die off because the sport's hard ass. You got to push yourself if you want results every single time. That was what I liked every single time. Not on next week, you know, on next workout. Every single rep was focused, thinking muscle. That muscle you're working. So there was no, you know, in the gym and you're posing, walking around and flirting or whatever you're doing. No, you're just so in a zone. People almost think you're rude because that's what you want. That's why it's so hard of a sport because you're in that zone of doing it. So they've got to branch out and they've branched out, I think, now by bringing these other categories. It's marketable. A lot of people can come in genetically that aren't going to be a Lee Haney Ronnie Coleman, and it can be at a level that they, I suppose, criteria requires, whatever the bikini requirement is in that contest. So, you know, I'm sort of for it now, you know, because the sport was um, not as popular when I was doing it, mucking around, like, looking at it, as a, I suppose a fan, because I never competed, um, to now. So, yeah, I'm sort of for it. How far they go, that's up to them, isn't it? You know how you mentioned so many different ones? So if they do five and they turned into ten, there's probably got to be a time where they've got to pull their head in and not just have end up being just miss, you know, miss waste contest, you know. <laughs> pull your head in to a point. Because, you know, there's also the respect of the training I felt was because you push yourself so hard. The end result is generally, you know, that mad-looking physique on the stage. You, you, everyone's trying to get to that result. So, but no, I, I, I have, I'm going, it's a good thing. 
I think. Marketing, bringing um, people in that can compete at different levels helps out. I think I can quite easily refer to martial arts with the belt rankings. Same deal. You know, they had to come up with something that's only new, so same deal. Well, I'll add to that. So even though the like there's all these different categories, at the end of the day, the category that gets paid the most for winning is still the opens. So like okay. the biggest so I think so it's the Mr. Olympia the classic is, yeah. the classic, the winner will get I think it's forty thousand, but it's still the winner of the open yeah, the winner of the open men's He'll is four hundred thousand. Yeah, oh okay. really? Yeah, it's a big discrepancy yeah. in terms of even yeah. though more eyes are on the classic at the moment than I would say the opens, they're still rewarded as being the top because you could see it as they are the ones who are going the furthest out of everyone because they've got to push everything to that extreme size. Mm. They've got to eat the most. Everything, they've got to take but, the most intense steroids. But yeah, I, I definitely Sorry, like. I have to have that. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> I, I like I like the that they're are they being inclusive because yeah, it would turn people away from the sport by not having all these different 100%. things. But I definitely see an issue when it's you've got these blokes on stage in. Fucking board shorts and stuff, hiding their legs because. So what would that event be called? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I reckon it's a bit ridiculous because their physique is just purely waist up. I by didn't the know that's why. Because they wear knee long board shorts, so they're covering their quads, their hamstrings. Yeah. because They have none apparently. Like it's it's yeah. Um, but no, I heard that in a podcast actually with Seabum is that he still gets paid. Uh, the like only about forty thousand. That's crazy. Which is yeah ridiculous. A year oh, of training wait, and, and working for that, and it's forty grand. But it's so different now, where the money you win isn't the money you're generating and the what you want to generate. It's a bonus. That's what they see it as now because they've got sponsorships, they've got this, they've got that. Like they're bringing in money from everything. Seabum would make yeah. I don't know what that is. See how look at the the board shorts on it. You don't get no, to but, see their legs. No, but he's still got he's got thighs. You can see it sticking out here. Yeah, but like, why but like, are it's, the they mustn't get judged fun? waist down. I don't know. Has it got a thing? They, I don't reckon they get judged waist down. Pro. Men's physique. Anyway, there's all these little changes. I like it though because, as much as you know, you see it out there now. People going about hard work and pushing yourself to failure, this and that and whatever. You can only push yourself so far until genetics goes, nah, this is as far as you're going to come. Yeah. Of like, course, of course. But that's where obviously that little snide comment from Grace about a minute or so ago yeah. come into the play, mm. you know. But even then, but the like men on steroids still, it can get you so far before genetics goes, hold up. Look at Jay Cutler and Ronnie small. Coleman. It took him, what, three or so years before it was like he got age on his side pretty much, I guess. And took him, you know. Steroids can't, so. like, make your waist smaller, can they? So, like, sebum and some other dude are, like, well, next to each other. Relatively, it could, because you'd get bigger overall. Just, but no, but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Genetically, you've yeah, got, like, a fatter waist. Yeah. Like, a wider one. It's steroids isn't going to make it no. skinnier. No. And it's, you know, in the eye of the beholder, you got to remember that, you know, like, Ronnie Coleman beating Jay Cutler, as he was, as you said. That's judges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's judges. Yeah. It's so subjective. Yeah, yeah. and it can yes. change, and it has, and it can change over time like it you has. Know, like you, you look you, at now. I bet you, you catch Jay Cutler at a certain time before the, at, in coming up to that, there would have been a time where maybe even for a day he, he's untouchable. Yeah. You know, it's 
That's yeah. Just remember that it's not you know Ronnie yes one, but that's judges. That's other people thinking these thoughts. Um, Because once again, we bring in genetics can be brought in, and genetically, I'm sure Jay Cutler's genetically gifted more than Ronnie. If if a scientist got involved and broke it down, they'd go, Ronnie's got this, but I'm sure they'd say, Jay's got this. It's just those judges think that Ronnie's got everything. Yeah. yeah. In essence, they all have everything. Yeah. Um, Next question, do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. So, was what, what are your good. overall what are your overall thoughts on it? Like, good to, or bad? Good or bad? Oh, well, I'm gonna say good. I really yeah. am. Yeah. The the every sport in the world it has to evolve, and I'm a big fan of MMA. Now, if the camera's on, I just want to refer to quickly the clothing, Chicago Bulls. Udi. I, I forgot it again. Udi. Udi. But look, if you can see mine clearly, Tim Schultz. Warrior within, <laughs> P4P in the future. <laughs> Tim Shields, mixed martial arts, not far off the UFC. F all, Tina, you know who I'm talking Dad. about, Zach Bree. <laughs> and the millions watching. Into the mic. Oh, shit, sorry. Tim, I'm talking into the mic now. <laughs> the next P4P, Tim, you're in. I'm doing it. Tim Shields, Warrior within. <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone. Perfect. There's millions watching, you beauty. Perfect. Thank you for that. Shout out Tim. Shout out Tim. Um, imagine, imagine if Tim makes the UFC one day. That'll be yeah. That'll be. Iconic. Fly us out, Tim. Fly us all out. We'll do. A, we'll do a podcast. Fly out us out you. to Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. We'll, we'll have a free Thailand trip. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, this is a we, whole another kettle of fish we're bringing up now. Um. What's this one? So. Yeah. This is our last long question. Let us know, to you guys, what you guys think of the whole modern bodybuilding and being inclusive it's 2023 you gotta include everyone nowadays so anyway that's um, why you brought me in look at this creature yeah Yeah. (laughs) um so bones yes what 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 is better do you reckon do you reckon the the old og bodybuilding science that gym bro science the whole Sort of, you know what Arnold's like, you know what Ronnie Con was like. They were just going, like Tom Platt's five-minute leg leg extension sets. Even well, Rich Gasparri, yeah, mate. Yeah. Dragon Slayer doing crazy stuff. Is that better or what would you compare it to now? The whole optimal science-based lifting. You only need to do, you know what their big thing is? One to two working sets where you're pushing to failure. That's all you need for each like movement per mm. session. So, so Lewis is training chest. Yeah. He does one to two sets. Of, say, incline press. Yeah. That's all I need to failure. So to well, like, yep. where I can't do it, and that's enough stimulus to the muscle to go, yeah, that's that's good. Because that, there's, there's been studies to show that <laughs> that is proven. That it's, now, I've, I've been out of the sport for a long time, but when I was yeah. in the sport and, and that Mike Menza and his brother, they were big on this principle of this one set to failure two set to failure on that muscle group really yeah yeah big on it they're the ones and how's this for sort of evidence they based evidence for them they got doran yates grabbed hold of him turned him into mr olympia that way oh Oh, so that's how he trained yes doran yates yes yes. oh wow okay now and it worked for him. And he, t- you know, turned the bodybuilding and won all the Mr. Olympias. You've got him in some of these photos in my magazines 
300 pounds off season, just a, you know, absolute monster doing a pose. So they were big on it. The biggest problem with it all, you know, this is the biggest problem with it all, you know, to be realistic about it. You be careful. You just be careful. It's an, to me, like Dorian Yates blew his bicep out, all right? And that was purely because of that training. You, you're you not warming up like you normally do, going through your cycle and then doing your last heavy set. You're doing it all at once, fast off, and you're done. Now, Mike Menzer in that, you know, he's passed early. I dare say what it was about. I don't know. But so, if well, I'll get to a subject about we're just going into steroids, about the recovery. Maybe, you know, it's a sort of a system you can do when you're taking steroids because you're pushing yourself, you're blasting it for this short time, max weight, these low reps, and then you're bouncing off. When you first come in the bodybuilding, when we did, you know, it was all about the warm-up leading up to the last set. Not doing the last set first, and then it's done and done and dusted. And I just worry about the injuries. You've and, always said that yes. to me, yeah. And now, if you're, let's say, taking some some assistance where it does help you recover, which is massive, you know, tendons and ligaments are getting stretched and pushed to their limits. You know, it might be feasible. And and Dorian Yates did it, and he blew his bicep out doing it. Mm. So what I reckon with this whole point of like the, you know, one to two sets to absolute failure and that's all you need. Once I, a week. I reckon it's all relative. So if you're, it's just all about time. And that's essentially what they push the optimal lifters with it is you want to be efficient with your time in the gym. Yes. So if you're doing two sets max, let's just say, and you push to failure on your upper chest, that's provided enough muscle stimulus as someone who comes in and does four to five sets of the same movement, not quite to failure, but to what their perception of it might be or a couple reps behind failure. They might have like, they could have gone for that extra one or two, but to make up for it, they've gone for another two sets. But in ultimately, that's wasted two sets of time is what, like, I feel like it's more, it's all mm-hmm. relative. Yeah, It's yeah. just one is saving time opposed to the other. Why yes. would you bother doing four sets when, when you, you can, can do, do two, two hard, like hard as you possibly can? That's, I feel like the injury thing's a good point, but yeah. yes. that's something you can't. Because with bodybuilding, it's more about you work out what you, you work out what your body likes and you work around that and, and that's how you sort of go about it, you know, because you can get injured and shit. Some people might be able to do that. Just do what you're doing. The Mike Menzer, Dorian Yates style of workout. Other people probably can't. Genetic, we, once again, that genetic work comes in. You know, genetics play a, pl- a part in it, really. Because, um, you know, if it was the given, turn up and just do two sets of chests and next thing, you know, it's all working, your chest is blowing out. You know, we're probably everyone's doing it. It's to failure, but right. Yes, it's to failure. Yes, it's it's, it's hard, but like people's perceptions of, of failure, failure vary. So, so it's, it's it'll be it's, right. it'll be so some people be as soon as I can't do a full rep again, but then some people say we well, yes. can do partials, and you know, or you yeah. could then go into this exercise and blow it out even more, and it's yeah, it's weird. It's, it's hard. It's, hard. To, it's really difficult. It's to, hard to now nail down what failure is. is. So, you can't really because yeah. even with me, I mean, I've you know I've been taught and learnt. Even when you're spent, you're done. Yeah. You're, you, you're done, you know. You still have 30%. 
you still got a bit left. You still have thirty percent. That's yeah. a given. Mm. You know, so you can still go, and that's what you've got to say when you're done. Done. Then you can say, no, I'm not. That's right. I've got this left. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say, I guess, in terms of the whole optimal verse, like the old head sort of thing, is that like it does get confusing with optimal people, like the whole new age lifting, because there's even things like um, they say things like, oh, just because you feel it in that muscle, like it doesn't mean it's stimulating it to the best that it could. It's real weird things like that they come out with now. And, like, even other things like uh, what do you think of, you know, moving in the correct plane of movement with the, the muscle, fibers. like the yeah. muscle fibres yeah. and stuff? Because uh, well, I'll take, I guess, one or So, yeah. So, and it's also to do with how you position yourself in terms of gravity. So, one movement that's made redundant now is the tricep kickback. And a lot of old bodybuilders loved it. I know yes. Jay Cutler still preaches it today. He's yes. doing a kickback. Why is that redundant? Why? Because it doesn't provide stimu- the correct stimulus because of the way you've positioned. You're going like, I think it's, I can't remember why, but I know it's it it doesn't line up with the fibers as better as doing it like just sitting upright and getting cables instead and going yeah. out yeah. instead. Wouldn't yeah. it be- and I think it's, you can't, Lock out at the top as well, yeah. Because when you're locking See, out at the top, you're fighting gravity, and it, it's much more shoulder active yes. than it is tricep. It yeah. uses your shoulders way more than it does your. Tri- you can isolate. That's the whole thing now. Is like they're talking about isolating the muscles and not yeah. incorporating other muscles into yeah. it, and things like that, with correct form and whatever. Yeah, like and that, that's been around extension. forever in a day too. Mm. Thinking that you know they want you to work out and think of the muscle only when you do bicep. Think bicep. Don't think chest. Don't look at that shield over the left. Don't think anything else next week, last week. Think bicep while at the gym. Don't waste your time. It's your time. And if you're working eight hours a day, you're going to go. And remember, and if you're like a Joe Blow that doesn't get paid, this is just your thing you do. Don't, yeah, it's hard yards to waste your time. And a lot of people waste their time in the gym. It's all... Uh, persona that i just go to the gym i think so you got to be careful about wasting your time in the gym you're there to get in and do a job and get out i agree the only confusing thing sometimes is with these optimal guys that we watch on the internet and stuff you'll look one week and they'll be like doing a lap lap pull down with a straight bar that is just ridiculous not optimal you're not following the fiber path it's just it's just not working it right you look Overload information. You you look three weeks later and they're doing a lap pull down with a straight bar being like, well, actually, uh, if you lean back to this degree, it actually follows these fibers quite nicely. Yeah, I'll say, but it's the issue when you follow current science is that it's always changing. That is true. So one minute someone will say this, next minute they'll disprove it. One minute someone will say this, next minute they'll disprove it. And it's always this... It's, it's a matter of you could just keep it really simple Where, and overall like, like get the, the best of both worlds. Like the old age lifters. they pre- I would say they kept it pretty simple to mm. fundamentals. Everyone was just doing lap pull downs yeah. and it was Yeah, working. you've got your basics. You know, if you just randomly want to build muscle, there's basics and, mm. and it's left at that. Comes a bench press, deadlift, barbell rows, barbell curls, shoulder press, basics. 
to, and that's you know we're 2023 we've got to make they made it for what it is and it's information overload it, but it's a sport once again people have to remember it you got to you get intimate with it so you find what works for you so if you've got some tosser one week saying you know lap pull downs this way next week change your grip it's this way you know well just let him be a tosser if you find that... JPG's crying, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, JPT. J- <laughs> JPD. No, he's a legend. We yeah, love good him. on you, JP. Love you, mate. Because um, <laughs> there's a million watching, JP. No. <laughs> you, you know, you should listen to your body, and that's what it's about. Find You'll find exercise. I'm sure you'll find them. I, I found them. What ones you liked, you, you know you're doing good. You can feel it. There's one, I'm sure you, there's been exercise I've done and I just don't gel yeah. with it. Yeah. Don't gel, don't feel it, don't do it. You know, trust your body and the body will tell you and the body will tell you later on. You're going to be looking in the mirror, you know. Don't sell yourself short. If you're putting in the hard yards, you want to see the results and if you're not getting them, you know, well, time to change up, look at different routines. Yeah. I must say, I am all for, like, the new optimal science evidence-based training. I do really, really like it. Yeah, so do I. As much as I can see how it could be confusing for some people, especially more inexperienced lifters and stuff, I think it's really good. And it seems to be working. I've It's working personally for me, what I'm doing now, which is based off some of the like optimal training I've seen. So I think it's good. But then sometimes I think to myself, like there's nothing wrong with just going in and training hard. Just training yeah. hard on and, basics. Yeah, like it's 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 more about educating yourself and taking everything you see with a grain of salt. Yeah. Yeah, you can take a bit from here, yeah, you can take a bit from there, but it's also cuz if you overload yourself, you go backwards on what they preach to, which is one big thing is you're not going to see results unless you stick consistent with something for eight to ten weeks. But yet, next week they'll say, do this instead. And next week yeah. they'll say, do this. And it's really confusing if you're starting out. And you could look at it as, I guess, in a way, it's a marketing scheme. Because then they can go, well, because most of them are all qualified trainers and stuff. So they go, well, pay me and I'll tell you what ones to do for you and stuff. And So you could look at it that way. But... Yeah, you've got to take it with a grain of salt and ed- learn to like educate yourself and figure out what works for you because it's also a big thing I see too is that you'll work hardest on an exercise you enjoy the most. So if mm-hmm. you hate doing something the way that might be more optimal, it's actually more optimal for you to do it in the way in which you enjoy more because you might feel it better or, you know, you like Once the, you kick that mind form. in, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that, that's where improvements can come. Yeah. Um, psychologically, you know, that's why they say think of the muscle. You're bringing the mind into the game. It's not just physical. So, as you said, find that zone where the mind and the body matches in. They enjoy it, you know. And, and it's got to help out. It's, it's got to give you the results you're looking for because you're enjoying it. Um so yes. What is your overall thoughts then? Would you do you pre, do you sort of swing more towards the yeah optimal science based training seems to be the way to go, or? I think so. You yeah. know, when I come into it, the boys like Schwarzenegger and that you know right back to Larry Scott and that when they're doing it, it it changed when I come in. You know, we we had the Rich Gasparis, 
Lila Bradas, or even before that, Frank Zane and them. So the sport, it's evolving. So one thing I do understand, I suppose it's through martial arts, we evolve, we do. You, you, you can never stop learning, so that means we can never stop getting better. So the sport's getting better, you know. Yes, you might throw in, as you said, 50 categories, you know, and it just boggles the mind and who's this, who's that. But, yeah, the sport's getting better. It's not going backwards. Um, we're a lot more healthier. I guarantee you why I've got injuries because I thought I was doing – and that's the big thing too you've got to be careful of. You get in your own mind and you think you are the ants pants and you're doing everything right, you know everything. Well, you don't. You think you are, but you don't. Now I can look back and go, well, I was doing things wrong. You know, is that why I've got so many injuries now? the way I was training. They're more scientific now with their training aspects and how you do it, your recovery. So the sport's evolving. It, you want it to keep evolving. At any stage you think, no, we're, we're all over it, that means it stops. Well, it, you know, that's it then. The sport stops at this level. Yeah. You know, the next person that comes in, well, we know we're only going to get to this level. So, no, the scientific side of things that we're talking about now, I, I'm on it. Yeah, no. I'm on it. I will say I think a real big thing with the with the whole <coughs> like me. the old heads and the original bodybuilders is that steroids were a really new thing too, and I think it came down to a lack of education of how big of a role they were playing in enhancing physiques. So you had Arnold pumping so much testosterone and whatever else he was having through him, but because he did things a certain way to just essentially fatigue the muscle in the way he did that was how you had to train. It wasn't yes. the fact that I was putting so much of this into my arse. That's right. You still got to work your ass off yeah, so putting it was, that shit in your arse. But it was more, I think, an education thing on steroids is they didn't realise how big of a role it was steroids. in enhancing their physique. Yeah. Yes. It was, they maybe thought, oh, it's giving me a little push. No, it's giving you a huge push. Yes. Like, yes. I can't, you couldn't, you look at their splits, you can't do their splits, so their volume that they did and, and like keep that going for so many weeks unless you're on juice, like unless you're taking stuff like 10 sets of bench press like yeah. for 10 reps. And yeah. stuff. That's ridiculous. Like that's too much. Like doing... That much is just ridiculous, yeah. you know. And I think optimal people give better advice to natural lifters yeah. and, and what the natural body can take. Yeah, can take. Whereas because you do injuries will come step in. Whereas whereas old people will like the old oh, not old people but the old bodybuilders give advice off what they knew at the time, which was what they thought was somewhat natural. You know, I'm just taking a little bit of, you know, this what was what is it anyway that testosterone they were taking was like for horses or something yes, horse roids. Horse horse was the first one you yes. know oh it's just giving me a bit of a boost in the gym no it's it's the whole reason you were getting so massive and yes. being able to recover quick and so you're yep. thinking oh you're just not pushing hard enough by not being able to do 10 sets of 15 of bench press it's like, no it's no. just simply that's just not capable of a normal person so yes. yeah i think that's one big thing with them too that they're, that a big fault of them but I like both. You have to take both of the grain of salt. The mindset of older people and the science of newer people. Yes, I think true. Is yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's like anything. Once the sport gets bigger, well, then you get, you know, the more brains, the more more people come in. And then, uh, you know, they, you just get people coming in with brains and scientists wanting to come in and break it down and do more. 
because it just gets more evolved. More people are coming and step into it. Uh, All right, these ones are quick questions. Wait, did we ask that one or no? We didn't. No. Uh, but these ones, these ones are quick questions to finish it off. Yeah. Because it's a long ass episode. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. Just quickly, what would your ideal split be? Workout mm. split for the week. <laughs> if you were fully able and healthy. If I was fully able and healthy. Would you, would you stick to the? Would you? If st- I, would you stick to the full body workouts? Of course not. No. No. If I was just doing weight lifting, weight training. Mm-hmm. I would have to say, because I know no better, that I would work my muscle, a muscle, twice a week. That would be my routine. So, be so it like over... push-pull legs repeat sort of thing? Yeah. yeah. What, what was that? Like a push-pull legs repeat sort of thing. So, you do push, push. days, which is like your chest, shoulders, tries. Yes. Then you do back buys on your pull day and then yes. legs. Yes. And then do that twice. Push-pull yes. legs. Yeah. That's yeah. for the... PPL. The OGs. Yep. The OGs, the PPL. That's the PPL <laughs> GM, guy. GM, GM, GM. Um, <laughs> PPL push pull there. So, yes, yeah, so that's what I'd have to say, you know. Like, I know nowadays, you know, the scientific comes in, you can do it once a week, your muscle, and do all this. But to me, break it down would be work that muscle twice a week would be my ultimate splits or routines. Yeah. Be it whatever you do, two days on, one day off, two days on, whatever it takes. That's what, what I would do, you know. But as you two, as I said at the start, I was doing it stupidly Wednesday, Saturday only. That's so you know, crazy. one That's lot so crazy. in the Arvo, then have That's, dinner, yeah. shower, next lot at night. Bro. It's where some science based lifting could have helped. I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the whole recovery thing. Um, I know. <laughs> oh, what was, this is a good one, what was your go to, like, meal to eat when you were trying to like bulk up and stuff what was your because i think you told me it was i don't know if it was maccas or something was it yeah well that was one of them but like you know a lot but mince and baked beans was a big one i would have um but you know it was just calories what i did lack and I'll, i'll say it now i lack that knowledge of nutrition if i only knew i would have ate a shitload better but what I only knew was calories. So that was, I'd come down from Dennis Rickson's. There was a cafe, straight to the cafe. I'd get a thick shake and I'd get them to put two eggs in it, you know. Protein powder. I had a rapid, what was called back in those days, Joe Wielders, rapid weight gain. So I had me protein powder. I was taking a tablet called Frack. And then just calories. Calories, eggs, baked beans, baked beans and mince, McDonald's, two Maccas, I didn't like fried two Maccas, six nuggets, and a <laughs> two Big Macs. Was it? Yeah, yeah, two, two Big, Big Macs, Macs yeah. six nuggets, sweet sour sauce, and a chocolate thick shake. Jeez. That was my meal. Yeah. Um, Dirty bulk into the extreme. Yeah, my yeah. So just just calories, 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 with no science to it. You know, not knowing about how much I should have had more in protein, and never never even dreamed of looking into the how many grams of protein per you know kilogram body weight. So that let me down a lot. I, I, I know I know that as a fact. But calories helped me because it took me from bones to people thinking I was actually taking steroids. Yeah. yeah from bones. That's the best. That's got to be the best compliment you can get in a gym, I reckon, is when people think Are you on yeah. something. they got to question you. Yeah, they question yeah. you. Best compliment. Yes. Yeah, I definitely can relate. Um, so no. <laughs> no one's ever asked about being on steroids. I don't know. I think it's different with girls, but it's just because it's just like they'll look at girls and go, oh, it's probably not. Like, you should, unless you look like you a imagine dude. Imagine if you played it's a not, prank I'd say one day and you went into the gym, you know, and you had stuff. 
double. You know, maybe <laughs> even you don't. You say, had it's, a, almost, a, it's almost uh, offensive because it, it, <laughs> girls who are on steroids, not all, but most of them sound and look a bit like blokes. So <laughs> it's probably not a good thing. Probably lose Depends you. what you take, but yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was the diet question, wasn't it? The, yeah. Just like, yeah. It was, I just thought I'd add that one. Just yeah. a quick diet thing. Um, so. Grace wants to. Father. Yes. Final question. Final question. How are we going to do this, but What is your honest review on mine and Lewis's current physiques right now? Oh, How wow. are we going to do this? Wow. Photos. Yes. I'll show you a photo okay. of my back okay. that I took the other day, and I didn't know my back actually looked like this. Yeah, it's actually a good photo, to be fair. I'm not, I don't even know how to pose properly, but Actually, I looked at my back and I was like, oh, it's sort of got a little bit of size to it. Yes, and, and your elbows are so low, I mean, sorry, your elbows are so low and you're posing at your lats, you could do so much better for your back. That's better. So much better. But like, that's my back. Look at the V taper. Yeah, a little. But I was just surprised at my actual muscles in my back. I was like, well, I didn't know they were there. Um, I'll show you now. Go on, Bones, what do you make of the lat spread? Yes, that's a great... Look at this. I love the singlet, you know. The stringer. Yeah. It's a great lat spread, actually, Louis. You've got some pretty big, like, rhomboids there pumping as well. Mm, the, yeah. I think Lewis has good back. Lewis got a big... What, what I he's broad, about? like... Yes. Like you look at his lat spread and he looks broad. What about that one? Was it? I don't know what that pose is. The shoulder. Side tricep. You got to think, but I'm I'm 105 kilos right now. I'm not lean, so I'm quite large. Yes. And the arm and the shoulder. You know, when you look at that to the, because a lot of the in the old days you measure someone's arm off the size of their head. Really? Yes. You'd look at the head and the arm and you'd be like, look at that arm's nearly as big as his head. So you look at your arm now. I guess so, actually. You can sort of look at that to the size of your head. That, that might be hard to see. Oh, no, I can definitely see them. It's my legs. Yes. Yeah, they're looking rock solid. Sized. Look at the like the hamstring coming out on that part, the picture there. Yeah, buddy. I was, but yeah, because well, we're both bulking right now. Yes. So I'm trying to get to 70 kilos. I'm at 69 kilos. And that was me. Not so that's that your back ago. and legs, and they're looking full. My abs. So is your back? I don't really have. Have a front? Do you have a front? Oh, this is the only. It's not. Lewis, what do you got here? They're a bit. They're a bit full. Not the best photo, but. No, this. They're looking solid. Looking. Yes, they're looking solid. I've I've lost a little bit of size in my legs. This actually. is not a great photo. This is such like a look at me, look at me. Yeah. No, it's a great shape, you know. Great. I'm sure you, you'd flash that in a bikini contest and you'd probably, as Lewis said earlier, do quite well or in fitness or whatever. But I'm... Oh, yeah. Yep, side chest. I was, was more doing my shot. arm, but like, it's a little bit side chest. Yeah, but no, it's certainly showing your side arm and shoulder. Once again, when you look at your head, to me, your head's a good way of looking at your size here. I get, I get it's weird. I sometimes am a bit. I can tell I'm getting like fatter. I'm not fatter, but you know, I can tell I'm getting softer by bulking. But I, I'm not sure how I'm really going with it. 
because when I picture someone bulking, I sort of picture them losing definition a bit because you're getting like yes. bigger. I've lost lots. Yes, of but I, I'm not trying to sound stuck up or anything, but I feel like I'm not. It's not working as well as I'd hope because. When I still like flex my abs, you can still sort of see. See, yeah, but that's that's all dependent on your just your, where you deposit your fat, really. Like I still can somewhat just see my abs, and I'm 105 kilos. That's not normal at all. It just is where you put your fat. Mm. Like you obviously put your fat because you're a girl. It's going into your legs and your ass. Like not you might not go to it blokes go to their stomach straight away typically. But for girls, it'll go to your legs and your bum, and then it'll wrap around your waist and your stomach. So you'll be able to see your abs for a good while mm. until you got huge. It's just weird. It's where like the body dysmorphia hits, and I'm like, well, is the bulk actually working at all, or am so I are you just get, not are you getting are you getting trapped into the illusion, the I'm, illusion of looking at yourself, bro? I've been trapped in that illusion for yeah. the past three trust, years. Trust, yeah. trust your scales. Trust the process. Yeah, the process. But you skid on some scales. If you're bulking, you you should be putting weight on. Yeah, you are putting it on slowly. You're putting slowly. it on a lot slower than I am, which is a good thing. It's more muscle. Than well, me. could that help with your analogy? Oh, first of all, your lats look great in that double bar shot. Chest, everything looks full. Legs, the arms. I, yeah. I don't. I don't know, I don't know yeah, about my biceps. A bit anything. like a Doran Yates had his three hundred pounder stage. Uh, oh shit! I yes, um, that's a better lat spread. Hang on. You, as Lewis just said then, you might be bulking a bit slower, you know, so you still got to sign it. That's a good one too, Lewis. Another good one. So, Dad. So, the overview of you two physiques, all right? Well, let me ask. I'm going to ask. So, Lewis, how long have you been training? Like in, like, what do you mean? Like as in? in training with weights. Oh, probably be close to two and a half years getting there. Is that all? Yeah. Consistently. Yeah, it would be two and a half Only years. Only two and a half years? Yes. Because I'm trying to think. I remember it was sure at, about the end of, at the end of last year. Because you're looking two. really good for two and a half years. Are you sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was end of 2020s when I started properly in the gym. So, yeah, I'd say two and a half years. At the end of this year, it'd be three. Close yeah. towards the, about September, October. Because it's working three. well then for you. Oh, you. I would say, yes, you. You know, it's working oh, well. My for that sign now. <clears throat> It's because my eyes are focusing. Yeah, that's a great shot too. One thing, but I will say, I've not been Good anywhere near as lean as like... Grace is like lean. Yes. And, and you have a natural leanness about you. I have not been... That's what after I get well, we're, huge in this world, I'll get lean. At, I want to just see what I'm like properly Without me lean. being rude, but I'll say, but weren't you overweight before you started training? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I was, I was so not... So you, you, you like, holding yeah. weight. See, yeah, I, I whereas reckon, Grace, yeah. prior to training, she's holding no weight. Yeah, I reckon Grace doesn't believe in, um, what is it? Um, uh, High metabolism. The, no, the, oh, um, somatotypes. Somatic, she doesn't believe in somatotypes, but I, I reckon they're a solid thing. Because like, it comes down to metabolism. Grace is more of an ectomorph, which means she was skinnier naturally. Naturally, she'd be skinny. I was more of an endomorph, which is naturally I'm a bit thicker. And mm-hmm. I put fat on very easily if i'm and a somatotype i'd like to be a mesomorph Thank mesomorph you. but it's it's hard you, you probably are more of a mesomorph because you are a girl so i'd say mesomorph ectomorph something i like don't that. believe i think that's ridiculous but whatever I, it's i know it's Carry hard to, but it's because it comes down to metabolism so i reckon i just have a much slower metabolism than most people if i eat 
like I'd love to have thick shakes and all this shit when I bulk, but I will get so fat it's right, unbelievable. Right, like I yeah. can't. Whereas I can I nail so much yeah, tucker. Yeah, I feel like I've taken after you yeah. and all. Sorts. Maybe we need conventional. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> just put that, that out there. I find, <laughs> I find sometimes when I bulk too, I can still be hungry, and I eating four thousand calories a day. I'll still somewhat be. I'll be like, I could eat a bit more. Like it's. I just feel like I'm a big eater, big just person in general. So, because I'm going to wrap it up on you. Overview, I think you're both looking fantastic. One big plus, because it certainly affected me, you're how old now? 22, Grace? Turning 22, yeah. Yep. You're 20 now, yep. And I'll ask you, what injuries are you carrying right now? True. None. 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 So that is credit to your training that you're doing. So your bodies are looking great, and it's still going great. Mm. So whatever you guys are doing now with modern science, because mm. you're obviously learning of somebody or something, um, it's working. That's what I'll say. It's working for Taylor. us. Yay. Thank you. All right. Cheers. I'm flattered. I'm flattered. All righty. Um, but Jesus Christ, that was episode. No, that's, that's an episode. Are we still going, everybody? Anyway, guys, let us know what you thought of Bones. Shout out, Bones. Round Shout of out a, Bones. a very light round of applause because the mics yeah. will go absolutely here, right? Yeah, clicks. Go, clicks. Parramatta. Yay. Oh, we'll have to check how they went. They're probably, <laughs> probably lost. Um, <laughs> Louis. Thank you, Father. Um, but, yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm glad, I'm glad we managed to turn the book today and you got on. Um, yeah. Cause, yes. Because, uh, like I said, it would be an entertaining episode. episode. It has been. I feel like it's been really good. So you've you done your thing. They'll, they'll recognise it. I reckon people will like you. As a th- I reckon you should start your own podcast. You, <laughs> UFC one. I, I'm not even Fishing and oh, UFC. Yeah. Look out. Get a good name. Mm. Yeah. Um, All right. Anyway, but, dad's, yeah. dad's out. He's dipping. Final um, words. I'm, I'm bound out. Final words. I enjoyed the show. This is a podcast. You know, this is something they do in 2020. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Talking to you. You know, you're obviously doing really well. I'm just part of the show now. Woo-hoo. All right, maybe you, I could always you might get return. a callback. I would say you'd probably make yeah, a return. Yeah, the crowd might Dad. say, callback boner. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, you mob, I'm out of here. But be sure to go check us out, guys, on all socials, Talking Fit Pod. Uh, let us know what you guys thought. If you want us to have more guests on too, let us know, because I much, I actually do much yes, enjoy I having would. guests on. Much yes. enjoy it. It's just, it's just nice. Um, it's nice to listen to someone else. Yeah, talk yeah. Once. And we've got another one teed up. We've got another one teed <laughs> up. Whoa! It's a secret. And we filmed this on a Friday, and we've got another one coming on a Sunday. So let's go. No idea in what order these are going to come out, but we hope you enjoyed long episode. Anyway, subscribe, like, follow. You know, give reshare, us that reshare, 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 and five stars, big ones. Yeah, get amongst it. Come up and say hi at the gym. Don't be shy. <laughs> Um, but we love you all. We love you. And we'll catch you next week. Bye.